Hi, and welcome back to the Likeable Recruiter Podcast. I have been in the recruiting industry for 10 years, and I'm obsessed with helping other recruiters and talent leaders be more successful at what we do. On this podcast, we will discuss many topics around recruiting, talent development, and career development. But the overreaching theme is focused on recruiters being more likable and better at what we do. I am Andy Gill, and I want you to join the Likeable Revolution. Disclaimer, these views, advice, and opinions are my own. They are not reflective of any previous or current employer of mine. Now that I got that out of the way, let's get started. Okay, so I have no idea the best way to do this podcast. Um, I am learning as I go. But uh, one thing I learned in life is that you're not going to learn how to do anything and you're not going to get good at doing anything if you don't just do it. So my plan is to literally just jump in and start talking. Um, I've listened to other podcasts um, for years. Um, but, um, you know, there's so many flavors of podcasts, even recently I've been watching or listening to, um, podcasts of other, uh, folks in the recruiting industry and talent industry, uh, just to get kind of motivation. That was my thought at first. I was like, well, let me listen to a bunch of people's podcasts and, and the successful ones and, and then, you know, get some inspiration and, and, and do it that way. Um, but as I started listening to, to different podcasts and podcasters in, in my industry, um, I realized that there's, there's totally, you know, different flavors. There's different people with different personalities. Um, and, uh, and so I landed on the, um, the solution of, of not going with anybody else's ideas. And, and I'm not going to be anyone else but me. Um, and so, uh, what you, what you hear is what you get and, um, and you're going to be the judge and jury. Uh, the listeners are going to be the judge and jury on whether or not this is good content and whether or not it's helpful. And, uh, Hey, if I fail, I learned that's okay. Uh, and the other big question I think that I had to struggle, uh, launching off the launch pad here, uh, with is, is what would be my first episode? Uh, what am I going to talk about? There's so many topics to talk about um, in recruiting. And then when I sat down to to really kind of figure out what am I initially going to start talking about, um, you know, all the topics that came to mind just just didn't stand out to me as being what I should uh, kick this thing off with. Um, I don't I don't have a huge following. I don't have any following at this point. Um, but uh, um you know, I, I I knew I had things to say. I don't have anybody that's joining me as a as a uh, as a guest. Um, you know, so uh, it's just me. Uh, you get me, uh, and that that hopefully will change over time. Um, making some connections with some folks that um, that would be interested in coming on and, and discussing different topics. Uh, but you get me. Uh, and, and so, what what am I going to talk about? Like, I literally, you know, sat there for a while and just couldn't figure out what the topic was going to be. And then it just kind of dawned on me. Like I've coined myself a uh, self-proclaimed likable recruiter. Um, I think it's, it's something, um, you know, that, that people have always uh, uh, pinged me as a likable guy. 
they've kind of coined me as a, as a pretty likable guy. I think it's it's something that separates me from other recruiters. I'm definitely not the only likable recruiter out there, um, but I am, you know, one of the likable recruiters out there. And I think that that does separate me from, you know, maybe some some stereotypical mistakes that some recruiters make. Um, and um, and and you know, uh, I, I think that I'm I'm pretty likable. <laughs> I, I would hope to. That sounds really chauvinist, or not chauvinistic, but uh, narcissistic at this point. But um, but as you learn who I am and learn what it means to be likable in the likable podcast, I think you'll understand it a little bit better. Uh, in, in reality, is I want every recruiter to be likable. Um, I don't want to be the only likable recruiter. I don't want to be better than the next recruiter because I'm likable and they're not. Um, I want to have other recruiters join me in this likability revolution, if you will. Uh, I think that being talented and skilled uh, plus being likable uh, equals success in recruiting. Um, and and so, so that's what this topic is all about. Uh, that's what this first episode is all about. It's it's how to be a likable recruiter, and uh, what does that look like? Um, what are the what are the reasons or what are the the wins if you you know uh, brand yourself more likable? If you handle yourself more likable, um, you know what what does that look like, and 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 what do you gain from it? Um, I think when you think about recruiting, um, you know most people think that that you know, recruiters are, are one type of person, but, but there, there's so many flavors of recruiters and, and, and different personalities in recruiting. Your personality comes through in recruiting, whether you like it or not. Um, and I think that we need to work on, um, work on that uh, as recruiters, as in our industry. Um, you know, I've been, I've been in sales. Uh, I've owned my own business for seven years. There was a successful uh, uh, business that I ran that I did most of the sales and and um, and uh, sales contracts for. Uh, and uh, I've I've been in recruiting now for over a decade total. Uh, and 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 recruiting at the end of the day is just like sales. As a recruiter, you you better be able to give the top salesperson in your organization a run for their money. Um, if you were put up against them in a sales pitch competition, I think that that's, that's, you know, that is foundational. Um, if you don't have good sales skills, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's something that I would definitely, you know, start to work on when it comes to the foundation of your career. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, when we're talking to candidates, when we're talking to hiring managers, when we're talking to just other connections, um, you know, outside of our organization, when we're talking about talent solutions um, and talent acquisitions, you better have your sales hat on because you are selling a product. Uh, that product may be your company. That product may be a specific position. That product may be um, selling a reality candidate pool to a hiring manager that doesn't understand uh, the the current um, market trends or the current talent pool trends uh, within their area of expertise. So you're constantly selling uh, different ideas and, and and different things to people. Um, you know, and I think there's countless self-help books and sales trainings and, you know, best practices out there. I'm not going to go down, you know, what I think a, a good sales pitch sounds like or what a good, you know, lead prospecting, um, you know, uh, uh, 
strategy looks like. Uh, that, that's that's pointless, I think, at this point. Um, but foundationally, getting a customer or a candidate or a prospect to buy into you is the first step in getting them to eventually buy into what you're selling. Let me repeat that again. The, the, the first step to getting someone uh, to buy into what you're selling is to get them to buy into you. You're selling you, especially in recruiting. Um, you, you've got to be disarming. Uh, you've got to be friendly. Uh, you know your product better than anyone else, or, or you better um, you know, know your product uh, better than anyone else because that's going to come through in, in your likability. Um, and, and really, it's just about, uh, you know, being talented and, and being likable to get that person uh, that is on the other end of the line or maybe across the table to uh, to buy into you. Because once they've done that, uh, you know, it it's like a domino effect. If you've got a good product you're selling or if you've got a good position um, that you are trying to convince a highly skilled uh uh, person to be interested in, um, you know, once they've bought into you, it's, it's, uh, it, it makes the game a lot easier. Let's just say that. So what does being likable mean anyway? And I think that it's important to talk about what it doesn't mean as well. Almost more important, uh, is what it doesn't mean in this setting. I think that some people, when you hear the word likable or hear me say you should be a likable recruiter, um, you can almost by default start thinking of uh, different synonyms, uh, you know, or, 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 you know, examples of what a likable person is. Sometimes they're pushovers or, or they're appeasers. They appease people to get them to like them or uh, a, a common phrase is a yes man or a yes woman. Uh, you know, people like yes mans. Uh, because they say yes to everything, uh, it 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 sometimes can be confused with um, you know being uh, too agreeable. You know, you're you're an agreeable person. Uh, you agree to everything. Uh, that's this is not what I mean when I talk about being a likable recruiter. Uh, so so what does it mean? What do I mean when I say I am a likable recruiter? Why well, I, I think that I try to be pleasant. I try to be charming. I try to be disarming. I, I try to have conversations with people that, that bring their nerves down or bring their, um, it brings their guard down a little bit. Uh, I think that I try to be good natured. I try to be loyal uh, and I try to be reliable, you know, and those are things that sometimes some people do not equate to recruiters. Uh, and, and the last thing I think that is something that you know, a lot of people have stereotyped recruiters as not being uh, is a truth teller. Uh, you have to be a truth teller. Your word is everything. Uh, and your reputation is directly attached to your word. And so being a truth teller in, in recruiting is, is so important and goes such a long way into being likable. So you now know what I mean by being a likable recruiter, and you know what I don't mean by being a likable recruiter. But what are some practical ways that you can be more likable? 
Um, I think that the easiest way to talk this through in this setting is to give an example, uh, a practical situation, uh, an interview. Okay, so you are interviewing somebody for the first time, let's say. Uh, it's that initial phone interview. Uh, maybe you've reached out to them or maybe they reached out to you. Uh, maybe they applied naturally or maybe you sourced them from some avenue that you source from. Uh, but regardless, it's that first uh, actual conversation you had with that person. So how do you be more likable in that situation to better your cause or to better your end result? Well, I think you improve your communication skills. Uh, I think that a, a likable person and a likable recruiter is a good communicator. Uh, they're, they're not robotic or wordy. You know, I've been in interviews myself where I was the interviewee and the interviewer, who was also a recruiter, uh, just came across as completely robotic. You know, within the first 30 seconds, they're asking me, you know, where do you want to be in five years? Come on, man, really? Like, that's not the way to start a conversation. That's not, that's not how we are naturally as humans. You know, when you go up and you say hi to somebody for the first time, or maybe you have a, a you know, a, a friend you haven't seen in years, you don't go straight to business. You, you kind of, you break the ice. You know, I, I, I put a, a, a video posting out on LinkedIn a couple of days ago. Um, and I was talking about how recruiters need to be better at breaking the ice. It's the responsibility of the recruiter to break the ice in an initial interview. It's not the responsibility of the candidate. And I think some recruiters have that backwards. They think that the candidate has to be the one that breaks the ice and communicates um, in a professional way. And I th think that's so far from the truth. It's your job to set that candidate at ease. And the best way to do that is to improve your ability to initially break the ice um, in a conversation, to bring their guard down, to get to know them on a deeper level, to open them up and to show them who you who they really are, um, not who their nerves say that they are. Um, and, and I think that that is, that is key to having a good conversation. So just improving those communication skills is huge. Um, I think that, you know, in an, in an interview, uh, being likable, uh, you, you repeat back to the candidate what you've learned about them. I, I have this, um, this, uh, you know, point in an interview where, where I'm starting to wrap things up and I, you know, maybe I'm getting towards that point where I open up the opportunity if they haven't already to ask me questions. And, and I always like to say, you know, Hey, um, well, I feel like I've, I've, I've had a good opportunity to get to know you, uh, and to get to know who you are, but also what you're looking for. Uh, and sometimes I even repeat back to them, you know, what I have discovered about them. I think that that is a good skill to show the candidate um, that you care about them and you care about what they have just spent the last 30 minutes on the phone telling them about themselves or telling you about themselves. Um, and I think that that skill of repeating back um, just adds validity to uh, them seeing you as a likable person, that they, you actually really care. I think another thing uh, that goes a long way uh, with you know being more likable is asking clarifying questions. Um, you're not just sitting there with a list of questions, or hopefully you're not just sitting there with a list of questions on your computer screen, and you're you know saying number one, you know I have a question for you, here it is, and then moving on to the next question. But you are discovering and you're kind of unpacking and clarifying. Uh, who they are when they're talking to you, asking open-ended questions, asking clarifying questions uh, to really discover on a deeper level. And that 
and, and just like I said, you know, uh, about, um, you know, repeating back to them, it shows them that you care when you ask clarifying questions and when you ask deeper questions, well, t tell me a little bit more about that, you know, as it pertains to this situation, you know, it, just asking them to go deeper shows, Oh, this guy's really interested in what I have to say. Um, so, so asking clarify, clarifying questions is, is huge. Um, being honest, being honest about the realities, you know, a lot of candidates, they'll ask you towards the end of the conversation, Hey, how do I measure up with, you know, what you're looking for? You know, this is a question that it's a little bit more rare these days, but it still gets asked. And I love it when candidates ask that because you know what I'm going to give them? I'm going to give them an honest answer. Um, and, and sometimes that honest answer is, hey, you're not exactly what we're looking for in this position. But that honesty, even if it's not something that the candidate wanted to hear, they appreciate hearing you and they appreciate you being honest because really candidates, you know, are still used to, gosh, I hate when recruiters do this, uh, you know, getting off of a phone interview and never hearing a peep from that point forward. And, and for you to say, hey, not only, you know, uh, do I have feedback for you, but I could tell you and be honest with that feedback right now. You're not exactly what you're looking for, but you know what? I would like to keep in contact with you. I would like to stay connected. And, and you really never know, you know, what's going to happen six months from now, a year from now. Um, and so communicating that, I think, adds value uh, to you being likable in that person's eye. They say, hey, at least this person is being honest and giving me some kind of feedback. Um, and, and along with that topic, maybe in the middle of the conversation, you realize that person is a better fit for something else that you know of, uh, a different position, you know, telling that person, Hey, you're not, you know, you're not really qualified for this position because of this, but I have this other opportunity over here. And, and I really would like to explore that. How does that sound to you? All of a sudden you are taking that candidate that was interested in, 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 you know, uh, job opening a and shifting the gears and turning them into a candidate that's interested in, you know, job opening B. Uh, and, and I think that's a good skill to, to, you know, to hone in on. Uh, but it all goes back to being likable. This guy really cares about me and my future, um, more than what I just showed interest in. Uh, and, and the final thing, I think the most important thing that you can do to be a likable recruiter is be reliable. When you say you're going to do something, you better do it. If you say that you're going to contact them a week from now with some feedback or at least an update, you better do it. If you say that you're going to set them up with another interview with a hiring manager, you better do it. And along with that, you better not commit to anything that you know you can't 100% say you're going to do. So there's situations where you know there's going to be next steps. And if you know and you tell them that there's going to be next steps, you better follow through with those next steps. Honesty and reliability are, are two things that, that, like I said earlier, stereotypically are not values that are uh, abundantly equated to recruiters. But they're the two things that if you hone in on being honest and being reliable at, at all costs, your, your likability skyrockets. Uh, because people don't expect that from recruiters. They don't. <laughs> That's the, the sad reality is that people do not expect you to be honest and they don't expect you to be reliable. They don't expect a response after sometimes after even an application. They don't expect a response even after a phone interview unless you're interested in bringing them to that next round of interviews. 
They expect to literally get ghosted and they equate ghosting to a no. And that's sad. And so being reliable, being honest, uh, being better at communicating, uh, repeating back to the candidate the value that you've gained from learning about them and asking clarifying questions are, are just some, some examples, real practical things that I think that if you improve uh, your skill in those areas, you can be a more likable recruiter. So we talked about what likable is, what being a likable recruiter is, and what being a likable recruiter is not. We also talked about the practical things or some practical things that you can do to be more likable. Okay, you know what it is. Now, how do I do it? Uh, I think that the the final thing that I think we need to talk about in, in this topic is what do you get out of it? So what what is the result? If I'm going to spend all this time and effort, um, Andy, really honing in on these skills of being more likable and what that means. Um, what do I get out of it? I think that uh, it's about building future opportunities and networking for tomorrow. Primarily, that, that's what it is. Um, every conversation you have, whether that person ends up being qualified or not, or whether that lead ends up being a good lead or not, or whether that hiring manager, um, you know, uh, is, is a, a hiring manager you work with in the future. Um, this, these are all, uh, opportunities, uh, for future, uh, business. Um, and when you are more likable, to that candidate, when you're more likable to that lead, or when you're more likable to that hiring manager, they're going to remember that. And you're going to remember them. I think that you start building these relationships uh, when you're likable. You start, you know, com- continuing that communication afterwards because you you realize you really care about these people, or hopefully you do. If you don't, you're in the wrong business. Um, but but networking and 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 really um, building your future opportunities is it, it comes down to primarily being likable. Um, candidates remember their bad experiences with recruiters. You better guarantee it. If, if you have been a bad experience for um, a candidate, uh, they're going to remember that. And I'll be the first to admit, uh, I have been in the past. I've made grave mistakes early on. And even today, I still make mistakes that that categorize me as, as a bad recruiter in that candidate's mind or in that lead's mind or even in that hiring manager's line uh, mind. Um, but, you know, the other thing to think about, you know, is that they they don't always remember the okay experiences with the recruiters. Um, that's the third category that people don't think about is, you know, if, if you, you maybe you weren't bad, but maybe you were just kind of okay, run of the mill. They're not going to remember you. You know who they remember? They remember the ones that are different. They remember the ones that are likable. They remember the ones that went a step further and really showed them that they cared about their future. They cared about their life. They cared about their career progression, regardless of whether or not you ended up hiring them. They remember the ones that are different. They remember the ones that are likable. They don't remember the ones that were just okay. And unfortunately, they always remember the ones that were bad. So being likable is about that candidate experience. 
you know, they, the candidates that I deal with on, on a, you know, consistent basis, and I'm not bragging, but, you know, this is something that is a part of me. Uh, they like me, you know, even though I don't give them a job, I've been told countless times, you know what, you're different. You, you, you weren't like every other recruiter. And I appreciate that. And they'll give you that positive feedback and you better run with that positive feedback and really build that relationship over time, because that will come uh, full circle and benefit you in the long run. Uh, and then finally, um, what do you get out of it? You're communicating your company's culture Every time you talk with somebody and especially the first time you talk to somebody, because as a recruiter, we're the front door. We are literally a lot of times and most of the time, the first opportunity that somebody has any communication or interaction with within your company. And so being that role and having that responsibility, you are 100% communicating your company's culture through how you interact with each candidate, each lead, every person that you talk to. And so your company benefits from you being a good steward of the culture that hopefully they are cultivating and building. Um, and, and if you don't agree with your company's culture, um, just as a side note, maybe you should look for a different job. Uh, maybe you should look for a different employer. Um, and, and I think that's so important. Every company that I've worked for, I've first and foremost, uh, have bought into their company culture or what I assumed their company culture is. And then over time I've realized that, yes, this was the right decision that their, that, that this company's culture is something that I can and be a part of and that I can, uh, communicate, uh, to anybody that I talk to. And if that's not your situation, if you have a hard time with your company's culture, I would gracefully, uh, look for uh, a culture that you definitely can buy into because at that point you're selling something something you don't believe in and that's a bad position to be in as a recruiter um, so uh, so company culture is is something that that you can benefit from or your candidates can benefit from um, uh, when you are more likable Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. I know I enjoyed it. I learned a lot and hopefully you did too. Uh, if you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, you can search Andy Gill and there are a few others, but I'm one of the only recruiters out there. You should be able to find me pretty easily. Uh, as well as you can always connect with me through my website. That's www.likablerecruiter.com. I enjoyed our time together and hopefully you did too and hope you connect next time. Thanks. Mm -hmm.